0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Truth About Trucking Live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Thank you, Scott Woodside, for that introduction. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Truth About Trucking Live. Today is Thursday, July 28, 2011. Appreciate you tuning in to the show. And, of course, you can always catch our program when it best fits your schedule, since all of our shows are archived. And, of course, Donna is here, as always. Hi, Donna.
2: Hi, good evening.
1: I heard you knocking around back there. (laughs) Well, Mickey keeping you busy?
2: Yeah, he is. I I thought I heard a little breaking up on your end. I don't know if everything's looking good on your
3: end.
1: Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, they were a little slow starting the show. It showed that we were already on air, but it was like 30 seconds before it actually started, but a little glitch there. But we've you heard that thunder out there, didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you're breaking up just a little bit, so maybe that'll clear over.
1: All right, well, we'll just continue on here and see, but we are just going to um, wing it this evening on Truth About Trucking Live with our Trucking Roundtable open forum discussion. Um, Really have no notes or scripts or any outline of any kind, just whatever comes out of our mouths, you will be forced to listen to, or you can come join us at the roundtable and discuss anything trucking, whatever is on your mind, and we will be forced to listen to you. So... That's what it's all about. Our show is for the professional driver, CDL graduate, potential future truckers, whatever the case may be, and we provide a format where your voice can be heard. So if you'd like to be a part of the program, which has regular listeners in 13 countries, last time I checked, just give us a call, 347-826-9170, and I'll be glad to get you live on the air here at Blog Talk Radio which is the largest radio social network in the world. So I have no idea where our show will lead us this evening, but we'll discuss whatever comes to mind and have a little fun along the way as well. Um, So Donna and I will get this. uh, Donna, did you want to do your announcements first? Uh,
2: Yeah, I can. I just wanted to to announce the the call-in number, and the reason is because while you were saying it, it was blocked out. And I... I don't know. Let me know if I'm blocked out too. It, it's it's really breaking up bad on your end, so I'm going to say it. It's three four seven, eight two six, nine one seven zero. And tell me, did you hear that? Okay, Alan, is my uh, is my phone doing okay?
1: Yeah, you're loud and clear.
2: Okay, then it must just be your uh, your headset maybe or connection on uh, on the radio.
1: Uh, I don't know. I am not doing anything different, but.
2: Uh that usually doesn't mean anything though you know how those things are
1: <clears throat> yeah i know well
2: but i'll uh, i'll give the announcement and maybe it'll clear up in the meantime okay um i just wanted to say that um jason's law now has 23 co-sponsors um the funny thing is we received a letter from uh from Our congressman stating how they support the professional driver, but I didn't see him up on the co-sponsor, so we'll have to call him back again, Alan. I thought that was interesting. Okay. Um, Anyway, um, the other thing is to keep on supporting. Boy, what an impact that uh, Truckers Against Trafficking is making. I mean, they're making headway. Uh, People are jumping on board. You've got the truck stops now uh you've got truckers making videos. There's a new video out. I know Jan McCarter just put a new video out. Wow, it was really, really good um then you've got David's video david Ayers, um and and quite a few more so uh keep it up uh one eight 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 there's my new puppy one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight, and that's the national hotline if you see any unusual. Um, uh,
1: <laughs> I hear Mickey back there Hot? what I, I hear Mickey back there.
2: I know I know I'm <laughs> he's tickling my foot
3: well,
2: <laughs> so anyway, um, but okay, so that's the national hotline. also, the deadline to get your discount on your rooms over at the Gold Strike Hotel for the truck driver convention is August first, and that's Monday. So um if you are going to have a reservation then you need to call them and uh and make it and get the reduced rate. There are are other hotels in the area, I mean right in the area um that you could also call. It's on the plan your trip page on the trucking social media website. We also have a redirect uh if you if it's easier just to type in american truck drivers dot uh, com that'll redirect you right to the um, social media website for the event and um, I just want to talk a little bit about the event for those of you who are unfamiliar I think most of you are uh, there's a lot of buzz uh, on the internet uh, about it with all the social media sites including LinkedIn Twitter and Facebook um, it is a full evening from 8 a.m. till midnight for drivers and their supporters to unite and gather together in order to discuss, debate, and take action regarding the pressing issues uh, relating to the trucking industry. A lot of the driver benefits, uh, they can actively participate in an open panel uh, forum discussion regarding all the issues, and a lot of people have solutions. You know, it's one thing to complain about things, but uh, we want to hear the solutions also. And uh, that's that's a big benefit. Everybody take notes on that one. Uh, receive valuable information from your professional experts in the field, like law, employment, regulations, business management, social media, and truck driver health. Uh, you can engage with like-minded individuals, learn how to take action, uh, socialize, network, dine, entertainment, uh, meet up with all your Facebook and Twitter people that you've been speaking with for for forever uh, and and finally meet up with them
3: forever. and of
2: course the the thing that seems to really be the the hot ticket again is the open forum session is where you can ask questions to the um to the experts on the panel so that that seems to really be a, a big one for, as far as um who's speaking we have a uh, Paul Taylor for for the Trucking Employment Law. Uh, Paul's known as the Whistleblower. Uh, He's of the Truckers truckers Justice Center. Business Management. We have uh, Trip Sheet Central. Okay, I said it right. You got it right. (laughs) <laughs> and that's Eddie Chewy, and he'll be uh, talking about business management for owner operators. Trucking jobs and careers is uh, James McCormick for Truck from Trucking Careers of America. Regulatory is Rich Wilson from Trans Products. Uh, our social media um, expert is Austin Walsh who's just gonna teach us all how to uh get things done virally and get our message out there, um and to get our blogs out there. A lot of people, you know, are worried about traffic on their blogs and everything. And uh this guy here is um uh, is, is gonna just show us how all the little tricks and things to, to get our, our, our name out there. Truck driver health, this is our latest speaker is John Osborne, he's a veteran truck driver, former uh, Navy medic and a retired paramedic. Uh he took on the task of uh, becoming the captain of the Merv, which is the medical education resource vehicle that drives around the country. And uh he is uh part of the the Safety First Sleep Solutions who who by the way is a is a silver sponsor for the trucking convention. Um let's see. Let's talk about our entertainment cuz we hardly ever talk about that. Uh we've got Johnny Neal. Uh he's with uh, Trucker's Tracks and also Doug Jones, who is the creator of Trucker's Tracks. Most people know Trucker's Tracks band. Uh they travel around the country and we're we're very fortunate to have them. Uh we need to um just say a prayer for Doug Jones. He he um he had a, a an accident about five weeks ago. He fell, he hurt his back, and he's in um, recovery re- rehabilitation now so he can um, start walking again from what we know. He's doing very well, but we continue to pray for Doug. Um, let's see, Jan McCarter, uh, songwriter. She's going to be singing with Trucker's Tracks that evening uh, along with Johnny Neal. Then we have John DiBatista and he he's just been added he's going to be the opener um and he'll be playing during dinner because we have an hour and a half during dinner and he'll be playing on a, for a portion of that uh he's from uh, Toronto, Canada uh been involved in music his whole life some of the adjectives you hear is unique, powerful, extraordinary uh so we're we're looking forward to um to hearing him uh, our sponsors. We, we. Uh, I want to just mention all of them because without without them, this wouldn't be happening. Um, Platinum Dancing Skeleton Productions. Our gold sponsor is Hajan, A P uh, the Dynasty A P U. Silver is uh, Pilot Flying J Travel Centers, Airdock and Safety First Sleep Solutions. Our bronze sponsor is Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, Idle Air, The Load Post Hotels for Truckers. The Truckers form, Trans Products and Trans Services, Trucker to Trucker, Awaida, Zata Software, and our two latest ones, Aries Manufacturing and Cobra Electronics. So we want to thank everybody uh for for being a sponsor for the event. And we want to thank all those who have signed up already there's still there's still seats left um Don't forget it's a limited number who can uh who can who can reserve the seat so don't forget to go to truckingsocialmedia.com and get your uh your ticket printed out because there's gonna be drawings and uh prize drawings and cash drawings uh about two thousand dollars i think if we edit it up correctly about two thousand dollars in cash drawings. And uh and then we have our prize drawings also. So, um I think that's it. I guess we can get started, Alan. All right. Did you want to add to that? Did I forget anything?
1: Uh no, not that I know of. We'll think of it as we go along because this is just a open forum anyway. So uh and M A M A S O seven is in one of the ones in the chat room. She says she can hear us both loud and clear, so maybe it's just you or something, you know. We're Can
2: everybody hear Alan? He's not breaking up.
3: To you? Um,
1: well, I don't know how they're gonna answer us but we'll we'll see what goes along. But uh she says she can hear us fine, so she's in Oklahoma, so we should be we should be doing okay. So we'll get this truck and round table off the ground as soon as we come back. So uh let's uh let's kick it up a notch. What they're gonna do when the big rigs don't roll, that's what I wanna know. Three four seven eight two six nine one seven zero is our call in number. We'll be back so hang with us.
4: It ain't right, man, it sucks When the big old companies make a billion bucks On the backs of the working man Driving trucks and cars It takes 1,200 bucks to fill this rig While I'm stuffing the pockets of some big wig He don't care if I've maxed out my credit card. The only trick I get for my truck is the jack and the price when I fill it up. It's like pumping my money down an endless hole. But what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? I don't need a college degree to figure out that they're ripping off me. They get a big tax break and all I get's the
3: shaft.
4: Insurance goes up if my credit is down. If I sink any lower I'm gonna drown. And I ain't getting no help from a bureaucrat. now. The only trick I get for my truck is the jack in the price when I fill it up. It's like pumping my money down an
3: endless hole.
4: But what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? If mama. Tell those big wigs what to do With the nozzle on the pump Where I get my gas
3: But I'm a good boy And I won't
4: do that Oh, the only trick I get for my truck Is the jack the price When I fill it up it's like pumping my money Down an endless hole What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they gonna do when the big
3: rigs don't roll.
4: What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll?
1: Hey everybody, Alan Smith here with the Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on Truth About Trucking Live. Okay, and we're back. We'll try to get in some more songs from the CD you just heard, When the Big Rigs Don't Roll. Have a little fun along the way this evening. If if you uh, haven't gotten your Big Rig CD yet, you need to jump on over to askthetrucker.com and at the top of the page, click on the link that says Big Rigs Fun and you'll get a great trucking song cd plus for every purchase songwriters david Ayers and barry allen will donate three dollars to the jason's law fund so not only do you receive a great cd with all original trucking songs plus a few extra you'll also be helping the industry by working toward the building of more safe and secured parking areas for those big rigs out there so i would say that's a great deal and a great cause huh donna
2: yeah uh... they've been doing that originally they were uh... they had just done it for a limited time and um they've jumped on the um Jason's Law bandwagon big time uh doing way beyond um what they ever you know thought they were going to be doing uh continuing to advocate for the safe truck parking so there's a part of the the music world that is also supporting Jason's Law um HR 1803 and S 1187 so uh, you know we're very very grateful to them and um, thank you David and Barry.
1: Well okay then Donna Trucking Roundtable where are we headed? Well
2: I don't know uh, there's a, um, a a lot of dis- uh, first of all I can't believe people um, and and no fault to them but they, they're still unaware of the CSA and uh PSP um the the unbelievable amount of emails as you know that are coming in lately asking uh how do i get a PSP uh questions like um i mean i forward them over to you but uh they let's see does my employer automatically get it i mean just totally confused um w- with what's going on and from what i understand uh, you know, the companies they work for were supposed to have enlightened them about this, uh, the whole CSA thing, which is like over a year now uh, when it all started. So uh, I'm really surprised. So I was glad to see you posting that FMCSA site up on Fe- Facebook where they can get that. And uh, we probably, actually, we probably need to put a link even up on the blog to get your PSP because I, I just I just think people what's happening is and um you know you can you can verify this with me, Alan, is people aren't getting hired. That's how they're they're finding out. Why why can't I get a job? And then they're finding out that there's all kinds of violations uh on the three and five year look back uh on their on their P S P so uh that's that that's why they're 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 becoming more aware of it because they're just not getting hired and and that's all a part of this big truck driver shortage which there isn't a truck driver shortage it's just that people aren't hiring they're afraid to hire so i mean is that what is that the kind of you know i mean you're getting the ones i'm forwarding you but are you getting similar ones in your email mm-hmm. box
1: yeah, in fact, i got two or three today. I mean, the uh, driver's asking, you know, they just can't get hired due, due to their PSP reports, uh, you know, wanting to know, you know, is that due to the FMCSA, uh, which I guess in a way it is, but, uh, I mean, it's largely due to the, just the companies not hiring them. But, uh, you know, it's funny how long we've been talking about that and, you know, so many other people across the Internet talking about it, uh, and, uh, you know, it. it There's no reason for it to catch them off guard, but we talked about that too.
2: A lot of them, uh, I believe, as many drivers as there are uh, on the Internet and with their smartphones, I still believe there's a a large percentage who don't bother with the Internet, who just carry a regular cell phone, and if their company doesn't tell them what's going on – uh, evidently, I mean, maybe they don't read the trucking uh, magazines in the in the uh, truck stops, but they're just totally oblivious to to all this. And you know, you wonder how can you how can you you know get them to be aware? But you can't. I mean, if they're not going to you know get online or read the the journals or anything, um, you know.
1: Well, I think that's a lot. I mean, I think probably overall, um, I mean, if you look at the drivers as a whole. I mean, I would bet. I don't even know if it would be ten percent that are really involved in this social media, you know, Facebook and Twitter and on the internet. I mean, a lot of them just don't, have, you know, like you said, they just have the the regular cell phone and that's it.
2: Yeah, I mean, even though um, there is a, a, a large uh, portion of them and it's growing, I mean, it's catching on. Still, uh, the potential, I mean, don't forget, we've got what? How many? How many uh, C D L drivers are there?
1: Well. <laughs> Active C D L drivers uh, around around four million, three and a half to four million. There's there's about eight million C D L holders, but active drivers are you know at one point four million. This may have dropped down about three and a half now.
2: Okay, so if you had ten percent of them, there's that's three hundred eighty five thousand. Might be more. I, oh I think yeah, it might be a little more than that, but still, uh, I think um, I think it's growing. Uh, All you have to do, if anybody's listening um, to that, just type in Google, PSP space FMCSA, and you'll go, the very first thing on Google is going to be that link where you can go and get your PSP report. So it's just PSP space FMCSA. And uh and, and and it's really easy. I mean I think they do charge you ten dollars uh yeah. for it. But uh the other answer is um no, the co- and if I'm already working for a company, do they automatically get my PSP? I got that question. And the answer on that one's no. Um they don't automatically get your PSP. Um they have to get permission. Any all the companies have to get permission. That's another. Uh, they have
1: a permission from the driver.
2: That's absolutely.
1: From you, the driver.
2: Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, these are. Uh, you know what? It's on our site, boy, you've written so much about CSA and PSP. All they have to do is go up on Ask the Trucker on the very top, not the Google search, but on the very top where it says Search our site and just type in. CSA Space PSP uh, or CSA 2010 or something like that because that's what it used to be called and um, oh all kinds of articles will come up so um, but actually the the FMCSA site pretty much has everything on it it's a little more complicated and more difficult to navigate
1: yeah the the actual link to it is uh, PSP dot FMCSA dot D O T dot gov oh okay. And uh, Eddie Gachui of TripSheetCentral.com, he's hanging out with us for a little bit here in our chat room. He put that up there. And he, he says he's also receiving a lot of inquiries about PSP. So, you know, it, I, it, it just kind of surprises me still. You know, just like you said on our Ask the Trucker blog, I mean, you can go up there to the Ask the Trucker little search bar and type in FMCSA or PSP and see all the articles we've written. that has all those links. But, uh, you know, again, I think that just goes back to, uh, there. you know, there's still a lot of drivers that just aren't, you know, in not on the Internet and all that kind of stuff.
2: Well, you know, and, and like I said, I think when it hit them was when they went to go get a job, and no one was hiring them, and, and the, it's like the light bulb went off, and they realized, you know, well, my DAC is okay, well, what else is wrong here? And that's when they figured it out. Um, If you go on LinkedIn, I mean, you go on one of those recruiting groups on LinkedIn, and I know you know this already because you're the one that that told me about it, was uh, they're like frantic over there finding, um, trying to find qualified, and that's the key word qualified, drivers. And and the, the reason that word qualified is, uh, people without marks on their um on their p s p violations on that three year look back which opens up a whole new can of worms because um that that goes into what we were talking about last time about drivers uh that you know went over hours of service either they were forced to or, or, you know, for fear of losing their job, they got caught, so they got violations. Same thing with faulty equipment, they got caught uh, because, you know, maybe they reported it and the company just said, well, go ahead, you know, try to make it somewhere or whatever the story is. I don't know, I don't drive you know better than I do, Alan. But anyway, now it's catching up with them. And it's catching up with the companies. So uh, I guess it, you know, when when they originally said, you know, how many jobs was it, Alan, that they predicted were going to be lost? What was that figure? As high
1: as 300,000.
2: Okay. Technically, there weren't jobs lost. However, with now the violations in the and the look back, I guess you could say, if if people aren't going to hire them, then there kind of are drivers lost, right? I mean, you could look at it that way, right?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, I think there are drivers lost. I mean, you know, uh, when it was first coming out, they were saying, you know, as soon as CSA was implemented, I mean, the moment CSA was implemented, 300,000 drivers were going to be out of a job. And I was kind of leery about that, but you know, hearing from all that we do, it that could be dwindling in now.
2: Right, Uh, and and it's it's just from uh, uh, those past violations, and they're still. It's not that they're not available. I mean, they want to work. They're just not getting hired, and.
1: uh, And I guess if you look at it that way, that that could be a driver shortage. I mean, technically speaking.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a selective uh, driver shortage. If people you know don't want to hire them, I guess because of the insurance or whatever the reason is, then then that is a selective driver shortage. If they're not hireable, because
1: uh, well, it's that new word they're throwing out qualified drivers.
2: Right, right, and it's what they consider qualified is a clean PSP. On the other side of that, if you do have a a, a clean PSP, uh, you would think that you could write your own ticket uh in a in a in a company. But uh from what we're hearing there too is the wages really aren't going up either. So uh
1: well, yeah, and that's another thing we've got to keep an eye out for because they said that could uh raise the uh the wages of drivers which uh really have stayed the same for what, thirty years I guess. <laughs> but uh so what does that mean when uh so where are the qualified drivers going to come from the the new CDL graduates?
2: Yeah, right. With all uh
1: with all the great
2: um schools and standards uh they have within the industry. I uh I wonder uh don't you? I mean, it, it's really scary when you think about it.
1: Yeah, you know, but it's not the fault of the new driver. I mean, I, I see him out there all night, I mean, all the time. And, I mean, I I know there are new drivers, which we all have to learn. I mean, you know, I learned. I mean, when I first started heading down the road, first time I ever jumped in a big rig, they sent me to Minot, North Dakota. And I'd never driven a big rig, but my manager said, well, you can drive, can't you? And I said, yeah, sure and i jumped in that thing and took off and uh i went i went down the road grinding those gears for probably 50 miles and uh and then i you know so it, everybody has to learn but you know i see them out on the road i'll fill up at uh, i'll fill up at pilot uh and stuff and they'll be pulling out in front of me and and you can just see the truck lurching and hear the gears grinding and you know they just can't get the thing rolling and you know the Rear tandem of the trailers go over the curb, and uh, I've done that. We've all done it, and you know instantly that you know they're a new driver. But in in, in time they'll get that experience. But uh, you know as well as I do, Donna, uh, a lot needs to be done with ECDL school training. I mean, not there's some really good schools out there, but overall it's tough. But they put the they put the obligation on the company. You know, what did that? We had that one. Um, CDL school write me and and say it's not our job to train them. That's what that's what they do once they get to the company.
2: Yeah, which um, that's kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I was pretty surprised when I don't know if I sent that one to you or did you send that one to me. Um, I can't remember, but it was uh, I, I, it's ridiculous, uh, really. I mean, they'll they'll put forty people and maybe three people get to drive. I mean, these are the stories we hear. And, um, you know, classroom time and, uh, you know, old trucks or – one place uh, we got a, a call that said they learned on a dump truck. I mean, is that uh, – are you allowed to do that?
1: Yeah, you can learn as long as that vehicle is um, uh, classified as a uh, Class A CDL. Okay. Uh, as a Class A vehicle. Um yeah, I mean you, you. Yeah, I mean you know, and, and you know, of course, that goes by the weight. It doesn't have to be an eighteen wheeler. You know, what is it? Uh, twenty six thousand plus pounds, whatever it is. Yeah. And so, as long as that truck, if it's a little dump truck, if it weighs twenty six thousand plus pounds, it's a class A. It's a class A vehicle.
2: Yep. So, and then you've got your training and uh, with the. Um the, the the company training with the with the trainers you know sleeping while the new driver's driving I mean that's a scary thought too what was you know, it wasn't too long ago there was I forgot you know what company or whatever it doesn't matter but uh, new driver wasn't really ready uh, to be out on his own and of course not no fault to the trainer I mean they have to sleep if that's the way it's set up in the company uh, they have to sleep and uh i had a, a huge crash and you know this is one of the things that um we were we were talking about maybe about three shows ago uh, there are no statistics for um fatal crashes of new drivers that seems to be an area that i mean you can search However much you want. And if somebody's on here listening and they know a link where those statistics are, please send it to us because um, we've both looked high and low for that link, and we can't find any statistic on that. So that would be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, and again, you know, that's – that's where the company needs to come in with a policy. I mean, it's like you said, it's not the driver trainer's fault. I mean, the guy or gal has to sleep. Lord, you can't stay up, you know, twenty four seven. But uh, we've seen some devastating results. The last one I remember is the one where they were uh, going down the mountain, some state, I forget where it was at, and uh, so it, it happens quite often. But that's where the company is going to have to step, you know, step up and and uh, put in some kind of policy, you know, that – I don't know. I mean, it's a tough call, but if you're talking about lives, you're going to have to do something. I mean, you know – Well, there's
2: that whole thing, too, about, you know, um, about the turnover rate. You know, just get them in, get them out. If they don't make it, you've got ten more that want to get in and get your grant and uh, keep going. But now they're worried because – now they need to come up with a with a good program and to retain them. So, the the years of um, shuffle them out with the turnover and everything. Mhm. I think I think this whole thing is catching up. The the whole system, the way it used to be, it just looks like it's it's catching up with everybody. And. Um,
1: yeah, and in the middle of all that, we can throw in the. Um <laughs> we can throw up the recent signed deal for the cross-border trucking. So, um, Which is a whole other.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know, a
1: whole other show. Oh, so, uh, Got a lot of listeners on the line. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Appreciate it. And thanks to all of you in the uh, chat room. Um, uh, let, let's grab a caller here uh, since this is open discussion. And me and Donna might just get a little tired of talking anyway from, from the uh, – Great state of Tennessee, area code nine three one. Uh, go ahead, you're on the air with us.
0: Hello, Alan. Hi, Donna. Hi. Is this are this? It? Is this, Toby? Who this Is this Toby? Donna. Is, yes. Is this Toby?
3: <laughs> Toby yes,
0: Bogart. The truck me, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> How's how it call going, Toby? It is going wonderful. I wanted to let you guys know on the air that the video I shot for the new, uh, for the Trucker Social Media Conference, or convention, excuse me, in October is getting ready to go uh, live online. Oh, And I'm going God. to be sending that, I'm going to be sending that link to you and to Donna individually, plus putting it up on my Facebook and my Twitter accounts and putting some information about it on my posts that are recurring. Oh, well,
1: we appreciate oh, that.
2: That's wonderful. To, uh, thank you. Um, I know. Hey, did you ever get a chance to talk to Rick? Um, we talked to him a few times, but he's a busy guy. He's he's yeah. He uh, is. Actually, I was getting
0: ready. To, I was getting ready to email Rick right after the video finished processing. I was going to email him. The one that I'm putting up is the is the finished one, but I always uh, I'm going to send him the raw video. That way, he can do his own thing with it for opening and ending.
2: Oh um, okay, yeah, because he's really tonight, he and, likes
0: to create. Uh, yes, for everybody who does, he doesn't know, create. we're talking
2: about Big Cat Trucker. That's Rick uh, Rick mm-hmm. Sylvester. Is that his? That's that plus. is,
0: yeah, Rick Sylvester. That's his name.
2: Okay. Rick's a
0: really nice guy. Uh, so, I was listening a little while ago to uh, the dri- the person that was talking, and there are statistics actually, approximately uh, four thousand drivers a year die. Now,
2: is this is this a new? We're talking about new driver, less than a year. Is is that? Uh, You know
0: what? I don't. I didn't. I guess I didn't catch that part of it. Um, But uh, I don't know the statistics on that. But I know that when I did the research on my book, I just on my first book, um, I discovered that the turnover rate in trucking, on average, fluctuates between 126 and 130 percent yearly.
2: That's about what you, what Alan came out. I think yours was 125, right, Alan? Uh,
1: well, at the time I, at the time I put Truth About Trucking together, it was 128.
2: Oh, was it? Okay, well, that falls right in there.
1: Yeah. And uh, the, you know, you got they were
0: talking about the quality of drivers, and they're right. The quality of drivers has certainly dropped in the last few years. Um, in the last five years, it's been very noticeable to me. Um. Basically, they're they're teaching these students just enough to get them a CDL so they can get their kickback or their grant or whatever it is, that, how they get paid for processing the student. They teach them just enough to get their CDL in the state. They send them on to their, this company to put them through a little bit more training with, uh, in a lot of cases, it's a guy who's got almost as much experience as they got, which is nil.
2: Right, right, and that's and another issue. That's another issue. Uh, train. It's the the you know the the baby babies teaching babies over there. Well,
0: uh, there are some companies out here that once you've been a, a driver six months, you can start training drivers. And uh, I wouldn't start. I've been driving 11 years, and I wouldn't start training drivers till after I've been driving at least five years.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean,
0: I, I don't train anymore. Um, obviously, but, I don't train anymore. I've got too much going on.
2: But that's but that's what we were saying that it's, see how it's all catching up you know it, they're saying there's a driver shortage and 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 but look at what you've been doing you've been turning them over not retaining them a lot of them fail so then you get brand new ones again and unless you come out with a system that's really going to effectively train people properly of course you're not going to have uh, enough drivers. See, but nobody ever thought that CSA, uh, you know, was going to do this. So uh, that, that's what I say. It's really scary when you think about it. I mean, uh, and then uh, to boot, you've got, you know, low wages. I mean, where's the carrot on the end of the stick for everybody? I mean, where, where's the big incentive? Can either well, of you ask, well.
0: answer me that?
2: Yeah, I can. Well, can
0: tell you Toby? Tell go ahead, Alan. Uh well, go ahead, okay. Alan, please. We might have the same answer. Well,
1: uh, uh the I see the carrot as as very simple. It's the, the carrot they dangle out there is all the ads and everything you see about the big money to be made in trucking and they and uh a lot of these companies are now just turning them over into owner operators, you know. It's the promise of big money. Uh, you know, hundred thousand a year, eighty thousand a year, uh, all this kind of stuff to draw them in, and just like we were just now talking, and uh, they'll they'll get the CDL, just like you said, Toby, just enough to learn, just to get the CDL, and then the you know the company and everybody can get their government grants that we've uh, that we've talked about before, and then uh, they're still faced with the high possibility of the uh, starving out of driver that's been going on in this industry for years. And but the carrot, I guess, on as I see it, is just the the big promises that are that are made and to draw these people in because they're desperate and they need a job, they need work, and I think and that's where it all begins. So, what's your take on it?
0: Well, what I was going to say is when I got out of the army in January of two thousand in, in Clarksville, Tennessee, um, I had no job. There was no jobs in the area. It's a small town, military town, and uh, I saw an ad in the paper. You know, make Big money. Oh, look at that. Another ad. Yeah, I went to school to get my CDL, and I I distinctly remember when I got behind the wheel of the first truck I drove solo after all my training and everything. I got behind the wheel of that truck, and I had my hooked up to my trailer, and I went, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I know how to jam (laughs) a few gears and back up a little bit, but I haven't the slightest clue what it means to be a professional driver. So, you know, Really, if you think about it, and I, and I love the movie, please don't misunderstand it. But what they dangle in front of drivers is two things, Alan. You're right, the money, but also don't forget the movie Smokey and the Bandit. Everybody yeah. wants to be the Snowman. <laughs>
3: yeah. Everybody yeah, wants exactly. to be the
0: driver out. Everybody wants to be the driver out there that everybody knows. And you know, um, I get uh, a lot of people that. You know, and I've been communicating with Donna a lot recently, um, and she's been a godsend, but uh, trying to help you guys with this uh, social media conference, or convention, excuse me. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I see so many drivers out here nowadays who have no idea what it means to be a professional driver. And what they forget is it's a respect thing. We, each and every one of us, is not just a representative of the company that we drive for, we're a representative of the industry we live in. This right. It's not a job, it's not a career, it's a lifestyle, and it's not for everybody.
1: Right. You know, that's a really big point, too, that we try to drive home a lot, Toby, what you said about the lifestyle, because, I mean, uh, and and just just like i said too a minute ago i mean they take they take a lot of advantage of those in a in the desperate situation you were in a small town no jobs you know uh and i've been in that situation too desperate for a job so what do you do you go to otr trucking but uh, a lot of the newcomers will look at it you know oh i need a job i need a job and they completely don't have any understanding as you just said, uh, it, it's not a job, it's a lifestyle. If you don't understand that lifestyle, uh, you know, you're not going to make it.
0: Oh, definitely not. Um, I, I it's. I remember a student I had a long time ago, and I won't mention his name. Um, about six years ago, my, the last student I ever trained, as a matter of fact, um, you know, we were driving down the road one day and we were talking about his previous occupations. And he looked at me and he said, yeah, this truck driver thing has got to work out for me. And I just kind of looked no. at him and I thought, you know what, this is going to be the last one I've trained. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I don't I, I don't know if he's still out here to this day. I have no idea. I haven't seen him, but uh doesn't mean he is or isn't. But when you get an answer like that, it's kind of a scary realization to know that he's going to be driving down the road next to you possibly someday. And you're in your car and he's in a big truck and completely clueless.
2: And and talking about Clueless, um, I know um, – I don't know if you know Kari. Oh, yeah, you know Kari Fisher. I know
3: Kari Fisher, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, she's she's been a big help with the convention also. But she started a Facebook page, and the word Clueless kind of uh, made me think of this. Uh, It's called Share the Road, and it's really discussing all the people – uh, on the, the four-wheelers who don't have a clue uh, about uh, how to drive around a big truck. Um, I forgot well, someone, was it you, Toby, that said uh, some, a similar story that was told to Alan, this woman pulled out and said, yes, oh, I thought you should. It was you, right? Tell the yeah, story. Sure. I, I can't get over it.
0: That's actually what spurred me to write my second book, um, uh, be exactly what you're talking about. When you, and you, need, up, to, you has, need to you need to let us
2: know those, your YouTube channel and your two books while you're on here because people are probably curious channel, now. Is,
0: my YouTube channel is www.youtube.com backslash user backslash truck, T R U C K W R I T E R. My Facebook page is www.facebook.com backslash Toby, T O B Y. Bogard, B-O-G-A-R-D. My Twitter is www.twitter.com backslash truck, T-R-U-C-K underscore writer, W-R-I-T-E-R. And the two titles of my books are On the Big Road is the first one. It's for new drivers in the trucking industry, and it covers a lot of the material they're not taught in training programs, truck driving schools, and training academies. And my magnum opus is... Semi Aware, the sequel, which was actually started by a lady that walked up to me in a truck stop one day, and she asked me a very direct question. She said, are you a truck driver? Yes, ma'am, I am. I want to ask you a question. By all means, please do. She says, why is it that you can't stop faster than me when you've got 18 pieces of rubber in contact with the road and I've only got four? (laughs) At first, I thought she was being asinine, and when I realized she was absolutely serious, I gave her a lesson in physics. Um, And that's actually what caused me to write my second book, Semi-Aware, because really if you look at a driver's education manual in just about any state in the country, they don't teach anything on how to drive around commercial vehicles. Um, They give a few stats, but that's about it. And I realized there's a large gap. People just don't know how to drive effectively, responsibly, and more importantly, safely around us. So my book, Semi-Aware, came into to view. Um, my website, www.truck-writer.com. You can get both books there. You can get them on Amazon. Uh, unfortunately... Uh, I didn't want to turn this into a plug for my books, but you guys did ask.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. That's what we're here for. It's all about the social media, and uh, you know, I started this whole thing for new drivers and CDL graduates. So the, you know, all the, all the, you know, I, I'm not threatened by that at all. I mean, the, getting the, getting good information out there to students and CDL graduates. That's what we're all about. So. More than happy to do it and you know, I kinda had a similar idea. We'll move on to another call here. I got a caller in Colorado hanging on here. Yes,
3: sir. Um but I but I
1: had a similar uh, thing, uh, I forget how long ago it uh, was, several years ago I had an elderly lady pulled out in front of me and I came within a hair's breadth of slamming right into her and uh we both stopped and I ran back there to make sure she was all right. She must have been, you know, in her early seventies, mid seventies and um, she she made the comment that she thought that I would be able to stop because I had 18 breaks. <laughs> so, oh, um, that, we you know have, we it goes that, r- that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, all right. Hey, Toby, I appreciate Alan, you. You're welcome to hang out uh, with us.
0: Uh, no, think- Alan, I'll continue listening. Thank you so much for taking my call, and you guys have a great evening.
2: Hey, thank you for hey for for that video. I can't wait to see it. Did you send us the link?
0: I will be sending you the link as soon as it finished processing, yes. Oh, I can't wait
1: to see it. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. You
0: guys have a great night now.
1: All right, appreciate okay. it. Thanks thanks, Toby. And uh, let's jump from Tennessee to Colorado, area code seven two zero. go ahead, you're on the air.
5: Hi Donna. Hi Al. How are you guys tonight? Hi, who's hey, this? Good.
1: This
5: is Kari. Oh well, hey, Carrie. We, we were just talking about phone. you. I
1: know. Yeah, were well, your ears burning? Uh, they were. <laughs> well, you recognized Toby's voice. You didn't recognize Carrie's.
5: Um. Uh, well.
1: No. <laughs> Get you in trouble here. What's it's going on? Carrie? How are you?
5: I'm good. How are you? Thanks, Toby, for all your help too.
2: Yeah. Is he active on your Share the Road um, group? Because he cause he, he of, has a lot of information
5: he's been really busy we've talked about it and i've got a copy of his book i've been looking at that for my research
2: that's a great title isn't it semi-aware i love it yeah i thought that was so cool when he told me about it (laughs) but but you're doing a, a good job on that share the road uh group um every now and then i go over there and you know if we get a notification or something i'll go see it and uh, there's a lot of good information there. Um, for, for everybody who's listening, just go in your search bar and type in share the road, and uh, you'll read all about the um, the people who have no idea of what's going on is what you're going to read about. And for those who want to learn what's going on, they need to go over there also. But I don't know how many of those people are listening to this show tonight. So,
5: One I primarily go to for my research is the FMCSA. And if you type in share the road... Can you
2: just talk a little bit louder?
5: After, if you put in the Federal Motor Carrier website and then type in share the road, it's where I've been getting my research from, among other places. Um, They've got a wealth of information. They've got brochures that you can download for cars and for trucks, which I've got 2,000 of those sitting in a box ready to go to Mississippi.
2: Wow. Well, you're a busy, busy little girl over there.
5: Well, we need to get the word out. Um, my Did you get your bumper stickers? Not yet. I haven't been to the post office.
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> well yeah, I can't get them on the
5: trailers anyway yeah. right now. But, you yeah, know, my well, first experience out in the truck, I always thought truck drivers were the biggest bunch of asses that had to just overpower everybody and take over the road just to show what they could do, and... My first day in the truck was like, whoa, no, Just, I I really had this all wrong. And, <laughs> you know, Alan probably knows and can tell, you know, say the same thing, that you'd go out there on the road and, you know, at least once you're nearly involved in an accident per day and i can count a couple of times where i thought that you know we were going to be running over a four-wheeler and it's scary it's really scary and that's when i made up my mind that you know something needed to be done none of the states have information in their driver's manuals no i shouldn't say that i think six do on how to drive your trucks
1: yeah i see it a lot here in florida i mean i-75 is horrible and tampa's horrible and uh the truckers drive great. It's the four wheelers that just drive like mad people. And you know, I mean, it's it's um, it's nothing to see two or three wrecks a day out on I seventy five or around or you know around the Tampa area. I mean, it just happens all the time.
5: Yeah, people have no idea what eighty thousand pounds looks like, and it's the equivalent of forty cars. And it's just you know the length of that it takes to stop one of those rigs. You know, it's a football field. I never thought that. Yeah, you know, you yeah, you know and, and well, why can't you stop so fast on eighteen pieces of rubber?
1: Right, right, and 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 it's funny, you know, and we've talked about this too before, Donna. You know, the FMCA, you know, they'll uh, you know put out all these regulations, and you know, safety, safety's good. You know, we got to have that, but there's really no, uh, there never has really been any money put out for any kind of big campaign for public awareness on you know how to how to uh, you know for the four wheelers to understand you know how the eighteen wheeler works.
2: Well, I think uh, that's – and, you know, public awareness, there you go. That's a huge, huge word for truck drivers because they have no public awareness. And um, that was one of our major goals for the convention was to create public awareness. Uh, I know, uh, Cara, you're going to be bringing your literature with you at the convention, right? Don't you have, like, a lot of literature?
5: I do. I hope to have more by the end of the, by the end of September yeah. for the
2: event. We're working on a website. Knock on wood. And, and 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 public awareness just for um for more of a, a positive impact for drivers. Uh, for the uh, the general population to let them understand what the lifestyle is, uh, what the regulations are that they're going through, to create like a, a an empathy for drivers and reverse it from this almost hatred um, that that they have, like they're a nuisance, and uh, and and I know, I mean, I used to think that too. You know, you, you don't realize. So unless unless people are made aware, then they're just on a totally different uh, wavelength uh, the way they think about about people. And then, you know, what Toby was saying, the new drivers coming in, uh, they don't uh, they don't help it either if if they're not in there for the right reasons because then they have a bad attitude. So it's it's like this vicious cycle that needs to be broken uh but we're hoping that the convention will get enough uh attention where these these uh issues will be brought to light and there will be a greater understanding and empathy like for truck parking and the uh, the regulations the truck driver fatigue all the things that they go through and uh, then they'll, when they do drive next to them, you know they'll have a, a, a little bit more compassion instead of all this, you know, negative energy that goes on on the roads. Um, I know Alan was telling me that people are pretty disrespectful to drivers. Uh, even you were telling me even when you when you drop off you know to unload and stuff people just have like a negativity going on and I don't get it really to that extent but
1: oh I get the uh I get the uh universal signal uh usually every night <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah and I have been I have been dropping gas and have had people drive by and throw lit cigarettes at me
2: oh my god
1: and
5: uh, then when you go to Walmart to buy your groceries, and people ask, "Well, do you really need to park here? How do you think your groceries got into this Walmart?" And can I please go buy some?
3: Hey, I,
1: I was dropping a I was dropping at a gas station a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> and it was a busy gas station just outside of Tampa. And a lady walked up to me and said, uh, "I need to get gas, and you're in my way." <laughs> And I said, ma'am, if I mm-hmm. don't drop the gas, you're not going to get any gas.
5: I'll <laughs> wrote a but, little story about a box and how, you know, a box came to be and how it ended up on the shelf. And, you know, you go to get the box, but you have your car because the truck brought your car to the dealership. The gas that you are driving on in your vehicle came to the gas station on a truck. Now, and nobody realizes the impact.
1: I know it's not it's not just the OTR drivers I mean all all drivers local regional OTR whatever you know they 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 just get it so um, what's your uh, you want to give out your website uh, Carrie for everybody
5: I don't have the website right now I'm only using the Facebook page and it's share the road discussion group share the the road discussion group is the Facebook page
1: okay all right (laughs) sounds good anything else
5: I don't no! Sounds good. <laughs> okay,
1: thanks for all you do. I really do appreciate it. Well,
5: thank you.
1: All right, and uh, yeah, it's not just it's not just OTR drivers. It's trucking, and you know, a lot of motor carriers don't like me. You know, I I started Truth About Trucking five years ago and started getting the information out about it. And I've always said, you know, it's not it's not trucking. I mean, trucking is a, can, it, it can be a good career. It can it can be fun. It can be enjoyable. O T R is tough, and as Toby was saying, and we've talked about it before too. It's a lifestyle. That's the first thing you C D L graduates and newcomers need to understand. It's a lifestyle, not just a job. But as you build experience, you can move into. There's there's good companies. There's good O T R companies. We've talked about them, and I write about them in the books. And and uh, there's there's good companies across the industry. It's not just O T R. You can build your you can build your experience and move into a uh, you know a local job so it's not the trucking industry as a whole but there are a lot of things in otr that you need to know and that's what we um that's what we try to uh get out and help everybody with so uh hey we'll take a we'll take a quick break uh grab a cup of coffee maybe a hot dog who knows we'll be right we'll be right back so uh stay with us
4: I've been driving these rigs since 79 Never got a ticket, never crossed the line Dinner's on the table, but it's gonna get cold Gotta get going, I've got freight too low. Well, I was running through Atlanta doing 58. A four-wheeler cut me off, so I slammed my brakes. Well, the truck went left, but the trailer threw right. And I saw my life flash before my eyes. I'm just trying to make a living running the road. Loving my family from a cell phone Nobody understands, can't get no helping hand Lord have mercy on the, the trucking brand I was fighting the wheel and the next thing I know I hit the sidewalk and over I go Falling so fast I had no time to scream Burning hot metal flying all around me Well, I laid there for a minute, little out of my head Not knowing if I was alive or dead The Highway patrol said, let me give you a hand And he laughed and said, son, you better check your pants Running the road Loving my family from a cell phone Nobody understands Can't get no helping hand Lord have mercy on the The trucking brand At me and my burning rig Checked out the damage That was done to the bridge Feeling a little crazy And dizzy in the head Barely heard the words That officer said $10,000 fine And your CDL is gone Better call your mama To come take you home Three million miles And never a glitch the four-wheeler only got a slap on the wrist I'm trying to make a living running the road Loving my family from a cell phone Nobody understands, can't get no helping hand Lord have mercy on us. The, the trucking brand
3: Break.
1: Hey truckers, are you tired of not being able to find a place to take a break? Are the truck stops and rest areas full at night, or you just want to take a break from the sleeper? Hotelsfortruckers.org will help you find a hotel where you can fit in. Choose from thousands of trucker-friendly hotels across America that accommodates a 75-foot-long tractor trailer, and you can get great discounts and specials through Hotelsfortruckers.org. And if you're traveling with a pet or a smoking preference or need laundry facilities, the free information on the website includes an extensive database to locate the address, phone number, and direct web links to the hotels. And if you use a hotel room at least one time per year, then you can take advantage of the $10 annual membership which allows easy access to view hotels which offer additional CDL trucker discounts, nationwide hotel chain discounts, and even room coupon specials. hotels database is comprised of the most extensive list of properties that offer the most needed trucker amenities. So visit the website today, hotels for truckers.org, to find the hotel that is right for you. Hotels for Truckers was built by a trucker for truckers to help you get in where you fit in. That that's hotels the number four truckers dot org. All right, welcome back. Um uh Donna. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, time's flying by, isn't it?
2: I know. I can't
1: believe it. Um, we've kind of been talking a lot about uh, just the four-wheelers and, you know, the awareness and everything. Uh, but there's still a lot of issues out there. You know, what,
2: we, One I really wanted to touch on was the uh, one you had that post up on Facebook, that note, about that gentleman who was forced to um, idle. I mean, not idle. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean... I don't think people, and this is another thing about the general population awareness, and I hate to keep beating this dead horse, but um, let's not let it stay dead. You know, The fact that there are drivers who are being forced uh, to stay in conditions of extreme heat, uh, cold, and are uh, strongly urged, if not... The the entire um, APU unit either shuts down and they're told they can't idle or they're charged for idling. And, uh, you know, th- this is an issue that, you know, needs to be addressed. I know a lot of people are are saying that, you know, it should be mandatory that companies supply if they can't idle now that the states don't have idling, um, or a lot of them uh, that they should be supplying these trucks with APUs that it's inhumane and uh you know I, I don't I wish people could realize what the truck driver is going through now uh what they have to endure I mean it's not just all the regulations but it's it's idling it's it's a lot of things um you know truck parking driving fatigued Uh, If if they understood that, boy, they'd be all calling up their congressmen and senators telling them, uh, you know, we we need to get these truckers more truck parking, you know, because we don't want to be on the roads with them when they're fatigued. So awareness, again, is that key word, and um, we're hoping we can get that going at the convention, just, you know, get enough publicity out there, enough drivers, you know, out there to demonstrate their commitment and their action. And uh, yeah, we can do this. We can do it.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's not just about the idle laws too. I mean, this was kind of this is a different email we got, and I had never, you know, really heard anything like this. I mean, you know, kind of knew it went on, but really had some uh, verification of it. But you know, this driver, he wrote, uh, you know, he had a battery operated system that was good for uh, ten hours of, you know, cab climate control and after that you have nothing and uh, you know the company will the company will turn off the idle completely on the trucks uh, after 10 hours so you can't run a computer or recharge your phone or even run the interior lights um and then uh, after 10 hours uh, you know you know he even says 10 hours is okay for overnight but you know on the weekends um he said the company is forcing him to do a 34-hour reset. Um, in other words, he has to he has to dr- start driving illegally in order to recharge the batteries. And, you know, so he can have heat or you know air, whatever he wants. And so it's not just about the anti-idling law. I mean this. You know, and this is nothing new. I mean, this, these, these uh, OTR motor carriers have been, you know, making drivers run illegal for years and years, and it doesn't look like the CSA is scaring them one bit. Uh oh, <laughs> I think she's on. I think she's on mute. But that's one. Oh,
2: there you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, I was just going to say it's it's just an excuse um you know oh well we need to conserve energy uh you know we have to run green um on all these things we have to care care about the environment and and the truth is we all know we're not dumb it's all about the bottom line and uh yeah
1: but what made this one so different is uh after 10 hours they shut it off so um you know, he he basically sitting in there with nothing in a hundred. You know, it's been one hundred twelve degrees out there in the Midwest and all the you know across the country, and so he's he's got everything. They they won't reimburse him a motel, and you know he can't afford to stay in a motel every weekend. Who could? And so, in order to um, to to uh, recharge the batteries, so he could have the power and everything that he needs, um, they're making him. T- they're making them to start driving early which is uh illegal you know breaking the rules so that that's kind of what made this this uh, email a little different from most of what i see
2: yeah like i said i just see it as um
1: as an excuse and here's another thing he also has a perfect driving record no accidents wrecks or tickets safe courteous driver uh, so uh, you know, it, it, it's just gotten crazy out there, even more crazier than than it always has been.
2: Yeah, I mean, since you, I know, I noticed when uh, let's see, you, you wrote truth, the truth about trucking back in what was it, two thousand?
1: Uh, yeah, two thousand.
2: I mean, that was uh, eleven years ago. Think of you know, I mean, you've revised that book now what five times
1: a few times yeah I'm I'm re, I'm working on a revision right now too getting it caught up
2: uh i mean look at all the changes that have that have gone on since then i mean basically it's the same exposing of i mean it's still the schools and that's nothing new and the and the training but there's all the new um regulations and uh i i know a lot of people didn't realize that truck drivers were considered un, unskilled labor i mean that shocked a bunch of them when they realized that so um yeah, yeah.
1: well that's all about that's economics that's all about keeping wages down
2: yeah i remember you, t- you saying that but i mean it's it's just you know it it was bad enough in two thousand, but it just seems like it it's just one thing after another, and like you said, you know the cross border trucking pretty much you know put everybody over the edge because now you've got you know your competition with wages, so what even though you haven't had a raise in you know twenty years um it that could even be lower if this uh if the foreign drivers Visa drivers, um, cross-border trucking, whatever you want to call it. If that takes over, then then there you go, pay again. But you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I know a lot of people are are calling their senators and congressmen. I know we are, and uh, and taking that step, let them know uh, that you know this is how we
3: feel.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, we'll just keep going. I mean. uh... You know, we kind of keep looking for new news. It's it's really kind of been slow uh lately other than the cross-border deal, you know, and uh the congressman from Oregon, uh Peter Fazio right. put, put out that bill, what was it? 2407 or something like that. I've always been I've always wondered I'm wondering though, I mean, once the deal to sign once the uh, nat- the cross-border trucking deal is signed? Um I mean, what, Really what ha- couldn't be done Well that's what yeah. a lot of
2: people are saying You know there's really The bill's kind of too late But I'll tell you what I mean I'm a believer If enough people make noise I mean somebody has to take notice it, it You know somebody's going to have to look into it And say well you know Was was that action uh, really legitimate uh, Going down the, the The Congress didn't know about it uh, it, it appears nobody knew about it. So I guess if enough people make noise, somebody will take the effort to look for that loophole or else they're going to have a big riot going on. But as long as the population is just kind of, you know, apathetic or, or indifferent, you know, oh, well, gee, that's too bad, um, then that's the way it is. Nothing ever happens. And that was one of the points um, that we were making about the the um the convention in October that a lot of drivers are excited about it's once you make a statement and you go somewhere and you have a voice then all of a sudden you're you're not uh complacent or indifferent or just you know ranting on a on a blog or or facebook but now you know you're actually taking some kind of step and uh I think that's what if Americans don't like what's going on, then they have to take a step and do something.
1: well, know knows that key again, going back to public awareness, you know you gotta build that awareness and um um you know we've already kind of seen that you put out that uh what's that thing called you put out which one um- uh uh, you know what you put out at 7 a.m. this morning that went out?
2: Oh, oh, okay, yeah. But, um, that was our, our Uniting the Drivers on, on Ask the Trucker. Um, uh, that was posted this morning.
1: Yeah, what's it called?
2: Um, I can't think. I can't think either. <laughs> we write so much that they all kind of run together. It was the... Um, Oh, truck drivers uniting um, in Tunica, Mississippi. It was our press release.
1: Yeah, the press release, and you know that's already grabbing attention because that hit Yahoo News.
2: Yeah, uh, well, see, that's the thing. That's that's public awareness, and people read it and they get curious. I know it's got quite a few digs, I think. On uh, so you know, th- this is the whole thing with whatever you're, what, whatever you're not pleased with in life. You, you've got to take action because the 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 worst thing you could ever do is just stay home, complain, moan to your next door neighbor and and then forget about it. But you know what another thing interesting we were talking about this the other day there's so many big things that are on the news and you could take the um for just as an example when that Casey Anthony trial was on
3: yeah the
2: the nation was in an uproar they didn't uh, agree with the jury and for one week it was all kinds of anger and Uh, People being upset But you know what, it's over You don't really hear much of it And something else takes its place So unless people really You know, have some kind of a conviction And a belief in something And take an action It's just going to be replaced With the next big thing That the media uh, Puts on to replace it And sometimes I think that's what it's for You know, you can downplay Something by putting something else Bigger and better ahead of it, and and then everybody turns their head and goes, oh, okay, now let's look at this. This is more important.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Another thing that comes into mind is the BP oil spill, it's going to destroy the entire eastern seaboard, and that kind of died down and and uh, yeah. See, I forgot about again. all that. Oh yeah, remember how remember how big that thing was, and I you know, and not to downplay it, I mean there is damages out there to the coral reefs, and thankfully. Hopefully, everybody that was damaged with their jobs, you know, got compensated. But remember how the Eastern Seaboard was going to be destroyed, and and now you just don't ever hear a thing about it.
2: Uh, and and that was like, I mean, and there's don't get me wrong, there's still people very very upset about this. Oh yeah, but you know, Likefully a lot so. of a lot of times, the, you know, the media just replaces it with whatever is you know bigger and better at the moment and and there's just so many things that people in their busy lives are worried about surviving can handle yeah so that's a big issue right there is is keeping up with your convictions and i know sometimes it's hard i mean look at what we're doing i mean you know you get tired and um i know you're exhausted and uh you know and yet once you have that heartfelt conviction inside and you believe in something you really have to believe it to go forth with it and i think that's the motivating factor um not just you know complaining and oh that's i hate this and all that kind of stuff but to really really uh have a conviction in your heart about something and and that'll that's what's going to make change right there
1: yeah yeah i know i hear you well Okay, listen, a quick two-and-a-half-minute break, and we'll return to wrap it up for this evening's broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live. We'll be right back.
4: You might get hooked on driving trucks and shifting those gears. Don't get hooked by a dag. it'll follow you around. No matter where you go, no matter what town. Doesn't matter if it's wrong or if it's right. What they put on paper's gonna follow you for life. Don't get hooked by that. Don't get hooked by that. Don't get hooked by that.
1: With the CSA and all the regulations facing drivers in the industry, it's never been more important to stay up on current regulations and more specifically, remain in constant compliance. Compliance for drivers and the industry has never been more crucial. Hey everybody, this is Alan Smith the Truth About Trucking Live and Trans Products and Trans Services are your full service transportation material compliance supply and regulatory service provider since 1957. Dedicated to servicing your needs, not emptying your wallet, it's hard enough in these tough economic times to have to spend money to meet regulatory requirements, but with trans products, trans service friendly, sound advice, quality products, and friendly personal attention, they will make you feel like you have a friend and colleague in the industry. From logbook auditing, to driver qualification file management, fuel tax filing, to UCR filings, from on-site training, technical service, you name it. Trans Services is like having an entire regulatory agency working just for you, and of what, when, why, and how to comply without total interruption of daily operations. So contact Trans Products or Trans Services and Night Leather for more information and a free catalog. Just give them a call, toll free, 1-800-367-9100, or check them out on the web at transproducts.com and request more information about products and services. Highly recommended. They've been doing it for 19, since 1957. They are the experts. Transproducts.com. All right, Donna, winding it down. Any final thoughts? Um,
2: well, I mean, it's. I guess it's too late to start another topic. So. Um.
1: <laughs> you just keep going on.
2: Well, you know, there's so many of them, and so, you, you know, but once you start, you can't get. Just give it two minutes. So, um, anyway, no, I don't. I can't think of anything. If uh, I'm trying to, oh, I know. I I always try. I always forget too to put this on my announcements. But um, I know a lot of drivers do have the iPhone. So if you um have the iPhone and you want the trucker application, just go to your i uh your icon on your phone uh for the iTunes and type in trucker. And you can download uh, Trucker on your iPhone, so that's our trucking application. It was the very first trucking application, and I, I went on the other day, and it's so funny because there's Trucker 1, and there's Trucker this, and Trucker that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool to know that um, you were the very first one. So
1: Yeah, you know what's funny about that, too, is uh, I'm always amazed at how many uh, people are downloading the Trucker app in the U.K.,
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I I just got a report sent to me from InfoMedia, and never mind the UK. I mean, you know, all right, Canada, you can understand because, you know, they're really close. But um, Australia?
3: Yeah, all over.
2: So I I found that to be really amazing. So um, thank you, everybody. I know we have a lot of um, listeners in um, other countries so thank you if you've downloaded Trucker. I think that's really awesome, and we sure do appreciate it. But there's a lot of good information on there. I mean, I can see where it would be enjoyable. You know, you you can you have your um, your daily announcements and what's going on, and the blog and Twitter and all kinds of things. So I could see where that would uh, be interesting to people in other countries.
1: Yeah, just another social media. That's why I say I know this show here. I know, I know for a fact it's heard in thirteen countries. I've, I've received a lot of emails from all over, even Japan. But the uh, yeah, I look at that trucker app and all, all just all over the globe. <laughs> that's that's kind of pretty cool. I
2: you know, I you know. I was pretty excited about that too. And the other thing, um, we do have uh, a lot of uh, new. Uh, drivers and CDL students to the newsletter that we put out, and um, of course they probably know, you know, chucking dot com. Uh, if you go to the right sidebar, there's a lot of free information you can download off of that website. I mean, yeah, there are the e-books you can buy and or the CDs, but you know, uh, times are tough, and, and if you need the free information, it's right on the sidebar. So yeah, you know, take a look at that too.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, um, we have some downloadable PDFs there on truthabouttrucking.com, good information. So, all right, we'll wind it down. That'll do it for this roundtable discussion. We'll do it again. Thanks for all the callers hanging on the line with us, listening in, and those in the chat room, appreciate it. So, for uh, Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith, along with my better half, Donna. Drive safe, and thanks for listening. You can check out the Trucker app also at truckerapp.com. And check out our convention, truckingsocialmedia.com, and come be a part of the trucking family. We'll see you next time. Have a good night, everybody. Bad lease, DOT, dispatcher on me, high fuel, crazy rules, flat tire, no tools, traffic jam, flim.
4: Yeah.